AB50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. And it's time now for us to have our discussion on creation with Pastor Warren Worth here on our Moment in Creation segment. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. So what's on your mind for our discussion today? Well, I'd like to talk about the bombardier beetle. Very fascinating topic here, and I'll direct our listeners to a couple of places where they can find information about this. If you go to answersingenesis.org and you put in their search field, bombardier beetle, there's a number of articles on this topic. The one I'm referring to today is entitled The Mystery of the Exploding Beetle. It was written by Melissa Webb back in December of 2019, and the same article appeared in Answers Magazine in the January-February 2020 issue of that. And there's just a lot of information, more than we have time to get into today, but we'll at least touch upon some of the more intriguing parts of this. When we talk about the bombardier beetle, it's more than just one beetle. There are nearly 1,000 known species of bombardier beetle. They're found on every continent except Antarctica. And there are two main varieties. There's the exploding bombardier beetles, uh, and these beetles produce precisely aimed sprays that are shot through rotating turrets in their rear end. We'll talk more about that in a minute. And then there are the non-exploding bombardier beetles. There are about 400 species of these. And these beetles release their hot chemicals through two rearward pipes sticking out of their sides. And the chemicals do not explode and usually come out as a spray. But let's talk about this little creature. Uh, And there's Like I said, there's many species of them, but what's really interesting about them is God created these little beetles, which are usually uh, less than an inch long, with a special defense mechanism. So say you're a toad looking for an easy meal, and you see this beetle, and you're going to stick out your sticky tongue and snack on him, but before you get a chance to do that, you get sprayed in the face with this uh, scalding, noxious chemical spray, And you say, whoops, I don't think I'm going to eat this little critter. What's particularly interesting about the beetle is it's a wonderful example of how evolution could not do this. you got this uh, wonderful example of irreducible complexity. Everything has to be in place for this to work. and There's no way you could do this incrementally by little bitty changes over vast periods of time. So let's just talk about how this thing works. First of all, the bombardier beetle... Uh, is unique in that it has the ability to superheat a liquid and expel it in an intense pulsating jet. It starts out with two chemicals, hydrogen peroxide and hydroquinone, uh, that are produced in secretory lobes and stored in a reservoir. Chemists still have not figured out how the insect produces the hydrogen peroxide, which is very unstable. Then the two main chemicals do not react unless two other chemicals, known as catalysts, are present in the reaction chamber. How the beetle produces and stores these catalysts is still a mystery. You can't have one without the other. Exactly. So you have to have the two chemicals, and they're stored in separate parts of the the creature, and then they're mixed together in in a reaction chamber where there's a special inlet valve to let the chemicals into the reaction chamber. And then you also have to have these catalysts that go in with these two chemicals so that they will uh, react in a very, very short period of time. The 
and the inner surface of that reaction chamber is designed to withstand boiling temperatures produced by the reaction, 221 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. The flow and, di- the flow and direction of the chemicals must be controlled by the valve system in two stages. When the beetle is ready to fire, the inlet valve first opens, allowing the reactants to enter the chamber. Once the chamber is full and the chemicals react, the pressure pinches the inlet valve shut, and at the same time, the growing heat and pressure forces the outlet valve open. After the ejection of each explosion of the hot pressurized fluid, the pressure drops and the valve closes. Then the third component here is the, is the movable turret. The beetles can aim its turret in any direction, sending out repeated jets of steam through nozzles up to a stunning 65 feet per second. Scientists still don't know fully how the turret works. The explosions come out at a rate of between 368 and 735 explosions per second. The temperature is 221 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's, it's boiling liquid that has this chemical noxious substance and this explosive cocktail. There are two common chemicals, but we already talked about those chemicals that make this come out, and it comes out in this wonderful way to uh, get that toad in the face. <laughs> the toad says, ah, no, I don't think I'm going to have you for dinner after all. So, uh, again, it's a wonderful example of irreducible complexity. Evolution cannot explain how a creature like this could happen. But the fact that we have an almighty, all-wise creator who designed this critter, that certainly fits right in with what the Bible teaches about creation and about our creative God. Another thing that's intriguing about this, too, is there's this article by Melissa Webb uh, points out there's a man who's been studying these creatures for more than 20 years, not as a biologist, but as an engineer. Uh, And so uh, his field of study is thermodynamics and engineering. So for nearly 20 years, he's been studying these little insects and trying to see how they work and see if there would be industrial applications. And so he and those who have worked with him on this project have also found out ways that we can imitate what God already designed so long ago and come up with industrial applications. And so he's come up with some industrial applications by studying the valve system, the chemical systems, and all these other things. And there are some things that they're trying to see how they can uh, apply them in pharmaceuticals, in uh, fuel injectors for uh, engines, and fire extinguishers. Fire extinguishers was another application. So fuel additives in engines, pharmaceutical sprays, and fire extinguishers are three of the industrial applications that they came up with by studying what God had created in this wonderful little creature. So I think it's a wonderful thing to remind our listeners that everywhere you look, even down into little bitty insects like this, you see God's wisdom and God's power displayed, and you see something that, again, that laughs in the face of those who try to deny God by thinking you can explain everything by evolution. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? I would be glad to do that. Lord God, Heavenly Father, your wisdom and power are displayed everywhere in your creation, even in little insects like the bombardier beetle. And we praise you, O Lord, for your wisdom and your power. But most of all, we thank you that as you took care of this little insect, so in a far grander way, you take care of us and provide us all that we need for this body and life and for eternal life. For you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us from sin, 
death and the power of the devil. He was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered, died, and rose again so that we could have the gift of everlasting life. Increase our faith in Jesus, who is our creator and our redeemer, and bring us at last to our heavenly home where there is no more sin or death, but only perfect joy and peace forever. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Pastor Worth. You are welcome. And that's amazing. That's an amazing little beetle. It really is. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, wherever you get your podcasts, our talk programs, including the segment right here uh, that you heard today will be available as a podcast as well.